ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to today's episode of Uncaged Heroes. We are so glad that you decided to join us today. Kick back a little bit, relax, and enjoy some wisdom and knowledge coming to you from around the world. I'm Stacey Johnston, and I am so honored and happy to be here with you today, and as well with my co-host, Kathy Holland. How are you today? I am doing great. It is a beautiful day. Everybody's healthy and happy, and I'm blessed. I'm looking forward to the conversation. How are you? I am well. I am well. It is, a, again, a beautiful day, and I'm looking forward to this conversation, too. This is a, we're blessed again today to have a gentleman on on with us that we in the, that was originally helped us get this podcast started. He was the very first person that got interviewed a very long time ago. He's got some new things going on in his life and his world and some things to share with us, so I'm excited to bring him in today. So if you're ready, ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to bring in Mr. Boyd Hamlin. How are you today, sir? I am very good, and uh, thank you, ladies, for having me on today. We're glad to have you. You know, it's, it's fun to go back and revisit and find out what's new with people and what they've learned and so we're anxious to find out what you have to share with our audience. How about if you get us kicked off? Mr. Hamlin, tell us who is Boyd Hamlin, what are you doing, why are you doing that, and how can we connect with you? Well, right now I am doing a couple of things. Uh, the first thing is that uh, I had put together a, a character growth course for uh, schools, for families, uh, their churches, uh, anybody that works with kids in the community called the Hero Builder and they can uh, find that uh, information to get in touch with me at theherobuilder.com. And of recent, of, uh, about September the 1st, that's when I self-published a book entitled Actitude, A-C-T. And uh, the main focus there is just acting our way into a positive future. And uh, it's a small read, but it's uh, packed with uh, great insights and also some, some helps and a lot of hope. And uh, people can get the onto theherobuilder.com as well just to get in touch with me to find out how to do it. Or uh, they can get on Amazon themselves, and it is just under Actitude with ACT, of course, by Boyd Hamlin, and uh, they can get their hands on a copy. And uh, that would be appreciated even if they, if they just got one for themselves or they can get one for a team of accountability partners, uh, maybe up to five folks that they want to do something like this with. Hmm. That sounds fun. So tell me, Actitude, that's a great word. That, that sounds like a word we need a banner on a Wednesday in our midweek mind candy show. But tell us, where did the word actitude, where did the concept from the book come from? Well, it actually came from about 2018, 2019, when I experienced my second brain surgery uh, out here at uh, Barrow, where I live uh, in Arizona right now, at the Barrow Neurological Institute in Phoenix. And after I had, had experienced that uh, dramatic uh, kind of a surgery, they sent me home letting me know that I would encounter 18 months of a recovery and I would have a depression uh, in the process of that. That's one of the things that would come with this. And I didn't really believe them at first, but in fact, it, it happened. And the day that it happened, it uh, really uh, hit me with uh, both barrels. And I decided, you know what, I'm not going to uh, let this defeat me. I'm going to uh, do my very best to get through this. And it wasn't without uh, encouragement from yourself and from uh, a few other friends and um, uh, mentors and, and what have you that, that you and I are connected with through the John Maxwell team. But uh, it was very difficult, actually, to get through that. And it just one day came to me that, you know what, 
when I was reading the book of James, which is my favorite uh, book in the Bible to read, uh, my life is kind of found written in those pages of the book of James. It's very interesting when I've gone back and kind of uh, done an outline of that for myself. But James chapter 1, verse 25 says that you and I, we get delight and affirmations by way of our actions. And so I thought to myself, you know what, instead of you know, trying to be a person that's always getting uh, on the phone and, and you know, trying to think of somebody that maybe could encourage me or pour encouragement into me, why don't I just flip the script and start pouring encouragement into them? And the week that I decided to do that was the week this idea came about. It's not just about my attitude, because let me ask you a question. How many times have you been told by somebody else to have a good attitude? <laughs> right? More than once, probably. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it got on my nerves after a while. Have a better attitude. Have a better attitude, because it just wasn't the thing that I needed in recovering from what I had experienced in my brain surgery. But I knew something was missing from that you know, from just having a positive attitude. I think, yes, of course, we need to have a positive attitude, but something was missing from that, and it was the um, marrying that to the word action. If I want to have a better attitude, i got to do something about it. And so I, start, I combined the word action and attitude, came up with that new term. Of course, it's you know, not in a dictionary. <laughs> it's, just in, it's just in my journal. But at the, at the same time, uh, it is a word that uh, it's it just a reminder to me that I can't have one or the other. I got to have both. I have to have my attitude in check and working in a positive direction, and I have got to have my actions in my daily life moving me forward and uh, to experience the things that I want to experience. Otherwise, I'm going to get attitude instead of acting towards the attitude that I desire. Mm, that's, good. that's good information right there. So I, I'm going to take this in a completely different direction because I'm intrigued, right? There's, there is such a story behind your why. There is this journey that you've been on and the people that have come beside you and all of this amazing information. So if there was a, a person that you had to identify in this journey as a hero, who would it be? And what is your definition of a hero? Oh, that's going to be uh, easy for me uh, on this one because I've thought a lot about it. And one of the individuals that I quoted you know, at the front of each of the chapters, uh, one of the ones that I quoted the most was, uh, my, in fact, my hero. And I did even ask him about, uh, can I put your quotes in this little book? And he, of course, gave me the, the blessing to do so. But uh, that hero is my dad. He is a person who, uh, of course, one of the things that I think the three of us know more than, uh, more than anything else is that people do not do what they say what they hear they do what they see and one of the things that I never saw my dad do was I never saw him give up I, I, I never saw him take no for an answer even when he got no for an answer 
<laughs> and it was one of those things that, uh, you know, uh, not only was he a good provider and all those other things, but at, at the same time, it was what I heard and, 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 and watched when he wasn't, you know, when he wasn't speaking. And that was, I'm not going to let this get me down. I'm going to keep pushing forward. Uh, my mother had encountered a brain surgery um, also when I was about 12 years old. And watching her come back from that experience, too, was uh, quite interesting. Uh, we had to teach her how to talk again, had to teach her how to write again, the whole nine yards, uh, with your cognitive skills and what have you. But just to see the determination that she brought to the table that says, I will not <laughs> be dependent on anybody else except for um, God and my family uh, when I need them. But I don't want to have to need them all the time. And uh, that was just inspiring to me. Um, but I think the hero that I, that I want to highlight is, uh, is my dad. He just did, just doesn't give up. As a matter of fact, he's in his 70s now, and he retired from a job, but now he's got another job because not only does he always want to have something to do, but he also knows that he has something to give to others. Well, I hope he knows yeah. how you feel about him. I hope that you take the time to tell him that. Yeah, I, you know what? Oh. I had a conversation with him uh, last week, uh, and uh, we talked about that very thing. And, uh, you know, it just, it's just nice to, to do it on the phone, but it's even better to do it in person. So we're, we're trying to plan that uh, trip uh, back to my hometown in Kansas and, and uh, try to make that thing happen as well. But, uh, and I will always make it a point to, uh, let him know that he's a, a, a significant person in my life, uh, uh, one of my heroes. That's a beautiful story. You know, what you and I talked about from the beginning, and Kathy and I have continued to see the same trend on that definition and that, that bringing forth of the heroes in people's lives are, again, like we talked about so many times, these beautiful, ordinary people that come alongside us and do something extraordinary for us and so many times they don't even know what they've done or what they've impressed upon us or what they've taught us or what we remember hearing them say. And so I think, I think it's so cool right, to hear those, those stories about why and, and my dad. And, you know, so many – I feel sorry. I feel a lot of hurt for families that don't love each other, right, that, that aren't each other's heroes. Yeah. Uh, what a tragedy because there's so much power in that unity of family. <clears throat> yeah. So, Boyd, when you look at where you've come from, you're growing up, the impression your father made on you, this path you've taken with the Hero Builder, the book that you've written, and this message of hope that you send out to everybody, this positivity. If there was a life lesson in that you've learned and picked up along the way that you'd like to share, what would that be? That would be uh, very, very easy. Also, uh, in the line of the Hero Builder, more so than the Actitude book. And here's going to be my answer. And it's the last lesson in the Hero Builder Manual for the teachers and parents and uh, community leaders and church leaders that work with young people. And that is who we surround ourselves with matters. We become who we surround ourselves with. Um, somebody has uh, once said that uh, you are the outcome of the, what is it, the five people that you hang around the most? Yeah. 
Yeah, one yeah, of the things that's pretty interesting. Yeah, something like that. Do you remember who that person is who said that? Mm, I know that it was in the Intentional Living book written by John Maxwell okay. that you, you become the sum total of the five people you spend the most of your time with. Okay, there you go. We'll give we'll give the credit to him uh, because uh, I, I think that's who I heard it from as well. But one of the things that in that last lesson I talk about is how, you know the significance of being around the people that we would like to be around that that pours into us, so we in turn can pour into in, in the lives of others. And what I was what was interesting when I was since I was a kid all the way even to now when I go back home, my dad still does this. He'll say, "Hey, get in the car. You're going with me to see so and so." You don't always want to go see so-and-so, but you know that if you don't, you're going to miss out. So you get in the car, and you go. (laughs) And so the the people that I would uh, get to go be around was my great-grandmother, who told me that the only book that I would ever need to read in my life is the Bible that would keep me on track. I got to to, to meet his – my dad's mentor, Gene Duke who was a basketball coach for a junior college who always reminded us to never quit on ourselves. And then I got, to, I got to hear even from the mentors in his life that I didn't get to meet because they had passed on before I was a, a, a youth on the scene. But I got to be around those guys, you know, even in, in their lack of presence because they poured into my dad. So a piece of them was being passed on to me through my dad. And now we get to pass on that, uh, those folks that poured into him. Because he poured into us, we get to pass those very same people on to the people we encounter. I think one of my favorite, um, my favorite examples of your tribe mattering, right? Yeah. It matters who you hang out with. It matters who you surround yourself with is actually – in the Bible, but then Mark two, yeah. uh, Jesus healed a paralyzed man because of his friend's faith. Right, so it is yeah. so important who you hang out with, who you surround yourself with, what kind of energy you allow in, and what you put out. You know, it matters. Oh yeah, it does. Oh yeah, it does. It has a, that's a great story too, by the way. You know. Yeah, you know, ha- having your friends, having yep. having uh, a few friends that are that are committed to you and, and and your future enough to say, okay, hey, we can't get to them through the front door, we're going to take the roof off. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, everybody needs a group of those friends, right? Absolutely, yeah. you're you're huckleberries. Yep. Yep. So, Boyd, if there was a a one-liner that you could put on a t-shirt as your message to the world, what would it say? I think the thing that uh, I would say, because this is what I'm hearing out there right now too, is I would say, act like you. You're the only one who can. The world needs the true you. like it. I like it. They don't need they don't need to be. They don't need to be everybody else. We already have one of those. They need to be themselves. We, the world needs you to be you. And and I heard, it. Go ahead. Okay. No, you go ahead. 
Uh, I was just I was just going to say that you know one of the one of the things about that that's so significant is so how in the world do I become the true me? It, you, you're around at least at least five people in a, a, what I call the circle of five in your life that brings out the greatness in you, but doesn't tell you that um, your greatness comes by being somebody else. They bring out the greatness in you, and that's who I'm looking for in my life is five people to help me bring out the true me so I can be that void better. I heard a gentleman say the other day that you'll never be number one trying to be somebody else. You'll always just be a second-rate number two. Oh, wow. I was like, oh, is... ouch, but still true. <laughs> <laughs> who, who wants to deal with that crap? <laughs> I don't. Yeah. That's so you know, true. the other thing, too, yeah. uh, uh, ladies, is that uh, at the end, when this is all over, we are not accountable to be to God to be, by being somebody else. We're not, oh, well, I was the best Joe that I could be. I was the best Bobby that I could be. You're going to be accountable to being the best you that he made you to be. Yeah. And, and it's just that simple. <laughs> yep, it is that simple. It's so hard. It's so, it's so simple. It's difficult, right? And yes. I think we make it difficult yes. when it could really just be so simple. Yeah. Boyd, we are yeah, back I, in that place where so we're going to have to. Go ahead. Yeah, can I tell you? You have a what? Just a funny Please. story real quick. Please. I was asked by a kid, uh, a kid the other day of a friend of mine that was uh, so he asked, uh, she asked the question she said so uh, how do i be how do how do i be me you kept saying that there is a hero with me for the world to see how do i be me i said oh that's easy i said if the incredible hulk woke up one morning and he looked in the mirror and he said well i just don't want to be the hulk today i'd rather be wonder woman does that make any sense and she said, no, no. I said, well, what if Wonder Woman woke up that very same morning and she said, you know what? I don't want to be Wonder Woman today. I want to be Superman. Does that make any sense? She said, no, it doesn't. I said, what makes sense? She said, well, I've got to be the Hulk if I'm the Hulk. I said, exactly, and you are the only person who can be you. So be the best you that you can be. And having the right people around us is going to help us to do that. That's a great story. That's a great story. My son would appreciate that analogy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he would, wouldn't he? He yeah. absolutely would. Yeah, well, guys, we are at this place where we're going to honor our audience and, and keep them on our time boundary. So a couple of things. We'd love for you to always remember that we are brought to you by Guided by Grace and Enlighten Up. If you'd like to have a conversation with us, if you want to tell your story, if you know somebody else's story we need to hear, please reach out to us at HeroBuilder2020 at gmail.com. We'd love to have a conversation with you. Kathy, please, if you would, take the stage for a moment. What would you like to leave our audience with today? Um, I would like to, first off, thank you, Boyd, for being with us today. Um, I would like to leave the audience with a challenge. I always leave them with a challenge. But today, I'm going to leave you with a challenge to check yourself. Check your attitude. You know, if you are, if you're stuck, if you're 
running into the same wall, there's a reason, right? So back up, change your attitude, change the way you look at it, and see if you don't have a different outcome. That is my challenge for you today. I love it. Mr. Hamlin, we would be honored if you would take the stage, give us the last 90 seconds, and close out our show with us. What would you like to leave the audience with today? Thank you very much, uh, Stacey and Cassie, and I will. Uh, our attitude really depends on our self-discovery. So act the way that is the way into your true self to be who you are for the world that needs you more than anything else. And pick for yourselves an accountability team that's maybe five people that's going to help encourage, equip, and empower you to be the best version of you that you can be for the world that you're in. 